Support for Kansas City Today comes from Grandma's Office Catering, delivering made-from-scratch hot meals and individual boxed lunches for fast distribution to offices, warehouses, and factories, even on nights and weekends. Details are at grandmascatering.com. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. Today is Tuesday, November 21st. Coming up, why Kansas City's 911 call wait times are so long and what the city is trying to do about it. But first, some headlines. Kansas City matched last year's high homicide rate over the weekend and is on pace to surpass it. KCUR's Peggy Lowe reports. A 36-year-old black man named Theus Dewberry was the city's 171st homicide this year. His body was found Sunday at 23rd and Lawn Avenue, about a block from Ashland Square Park. The city also recorded 171 homicides last year. That was the second highest number in city history. The deadliest record was set in 2020 with 182. According to FBI statistics, Kansas City is consistently among the most violent in the U.S. Kansas City's new airport terminal is ramping up for its first Thanksgiving travel season, which is predicted to be even more crowded this year. KCUR's George Russell has more. Melissa Cooper of the Kansas City Aviation Department encourages people to plan ahead for parking and make sure they're using the cell phone lot while waiting to pick up passengers. She told KCUR's up to date that the airport will beef up enforcement in the pickup lanes and have a tow truck standing by. Cooper said the number of travelers could serve as a kind of stress test for the new terminal. We'll learn things this week through Thanksgiving, and we'll continue to be better and implement ways to uh, improve that traveler experience for the winter holiday season. But it's not all going to be gridlock at the airport. Live jazz and the baggage claim will let people know they've really arrived in Kansas City. An international charity known for its annual Thanksgiving dinner in Kansas City has announced it will not be held in person this year. KCUR's Lawrence Brooks IV has more. The Salvation Army of Kansas and Western Missouri will instead deliver more than 700 holiday meals to needy families across the metro. The change was made to ensure everyone who can't travel and needs a dinner can still receive one. Kansas City Director of Public Relations Damon Bryant says there are smaller community centers in the area have already had in-person dinners. And while it's too late to sign up for a Thanksgiving delivery this year, people have until December 10th to sign up for a Christmas dinner at the charity's website. We'll be back after this. The Kansas City Police Department's 911 call system is known for its long hold times. They've sometimes surpassed two minutes, which can be crucial in an emergency situation. Police and city officials think a new automated phone menu known as an auto attendant could help improve those wait times. But the Kansas City Fire Department thinks it would have an opposite effect. KCUR's Sam Zeff has been reporting on the disagreement. He told KCUR's Steve Kraske why Kansas City's 911 wait times are so long. So the city and police department are pushing for this new auto attendant on 911 calls. How does that attendant work? Explain it to us. Well, this is simple. Everybody's run into this. You call your bank, you call Amazon, you call your insurance company, press one for mortgages, press two for consumer loans. I've in been this there case, before. Uh, this auto attendant, you would call 911, it would go to the police department. Uh, and for example, you would press one for police, 
two for fire, perhaps three for EMS. So there's nothing uh, particularly spectacular or cutting edge about this technology. But Mayor Lucas proposed this a few months ago, thinking that uh, if you could uh, direct those calls coming in to KCPD 911, uh, that you could reduce those uh, those hold times. Uh, the fire department, though, when they examined it, they have uh, a totally different uh, look at what's going on. So when the police department, Sam, when are they hoping that they can roll this new system out, this new 911 call system? So the Mid-America Regional Council, Mark, they do a lot of different things. You can you go to their website to see what the sky condition is. Uh, but they also manage the technology for the regional 911 system. The whole 911 system in 11 counties is pretty much hooked together. So they have a 911 committee and they studied this. Uh, they got a proposal from Motorola, which uh, runs, which has the equipment for 911. Uh, they have, they already have an auto attendant function uh, that they can plug in. Uh, and the cost, uh, I was shocked, $38,000, uh, mostly to uh, train city IT people and to uh, uh, manage the uh, the project to get it in place. Uh, right now, according to the contract for, uh, that Mark just approved, uh, they want to get this out in the uh, by the end of the first quarter next year. So we're looking at April. So some background here, the police department in particular has this long history of long hold times on 911 calls. I was writing about this back, uh, you know, 30 years ago, Tell us about that. Yeah, it's not getting any better in uh, in those 30 years. Last month in October, according mm-hmm. to Mark data, the average wait time uh, when you called KCPD for with an emergency call on 911, 34 seconds. That may not sound like a lot, but that's about 10 times longer than almost any other agency. Most agencies, police and fire in the metro, answer a 911 call somewhere between three and five seconds. Uh, one call in October, somebody waited 11 minutes. Back in the summer, the average wait time was over a minute. Uh, Mayor Lucas really got uh, deeply into this when he tweeted back in the summer that his mom called 911. That's right. And she was on hold for a long time. 34 seconds on uh, on hold uh, in an emergency is an eternity. If you're on the other side of that, 34 seconds is going to feel like 34 <clears throat> minutes. Uh, and so to get this uh, wait time down, even as 911 calls, Steve, continue to go up uh, is going to be crucial uh, for the police department. So the fire department has a different opinion on this, as you're pointing out, Sam, and they're opposed to this auto attendant. How would folks with the KCFD like to see this play out instead? I want to say they're not opposed to it, but they do have some concerns and they and they say that there's going to have to be some changes uh, to make it work. So right now, the way it works is when you call 911, even if you've got a fire, it goes into the KCPD dispatch. Uh, you tell the dispatcher, I've got a fire. That call goes directly to the Kansas City Fire Department dispatch uh, with the press of a button, which is over at the Fire Academy on East uh, Traffic Way. And then the fire department dispatches the appropriate uh, vehicles. And then police also respond to a fire. So there is a uh, uh, what the fire department calls a single point of entry, right? So now that call, whether it's a motor vehicle accident or a fire, that's in the system and the system knows that it's been dispatched. Police are going to the fire or the motor vehicle accident. Fire is going to the fire or the motor vehicle accident. EMS may be going. As additional calls come in, the system knows this has been dispatched. The concern with the fire department, 
uh, in a memo that we obtained, uh, an internal memo with the fire department, is that with this auto attendant feature, you call up, oh, I've got a fire, uh, you press two, uh, the department estimates that would increase the number of calls into its dispatch center by 31,000 calls a year. Fire department says that it would have to expand its dispatch center uh, and hire 12 additional uh, employees, all at a cost, the fire department estimates in this memo, of $3.6 million dollars. Why the increase in calls? I don't get it. Well, because what's going to happen is now those calls, all the calls now start at KCPD, right? Eventually, if it's a fire or an EMS, they go to fire. Calls would then now, under this auto auto attendant system, would originate with Kansas City Fire Department. So there would be more calls coming in to the fire department. The other concern is that there would be perhaps a, a duplication of efforts. Let's say that you've witnessed a fire, uh, a motor vehicle accident. You call 911 and you think, well, this is a police thing. So you press one. Uh, I witnessed the same motor vehicle accident and I think, oh my God, I see smoke. This is a fire department thing. So now I press two. Now the fire department is worried there may not be immediate coordination with that as different agencies uh, respond to that. With the result that all this slows down uh, wait times. Uh, and response time is to the event. So I just want to be clear, the, uh, the fire department is not opposed to auto attendant, but they do believe that they're going to have to uh, add additional consoles into their dispatch center. What they say in the memo is right now that the where it's housed in the fire academy, that room cannot hold any more consoles. So they're going to have to build out a new room and they're going to have to hire uh, different people. What the uh, spokesperson for the Kansas City Fire Department told me yesterday was that this auto attendant contract approved by uh, approved by Mark uh, is step one in what the spokesman said is probably a 10-step process to get everything uh, integrated uh, and working the way the fire department thinks it should work. So the mayor and the city have been supportive of this new auto attendant. What do they have to say about this this internal KCFD memo, the fire department memo that pushes back against it? Yeah, a spokesperson for Mayor Lucas simply said that uh, he is evaluating uh, what was in the memo and that's all they said, although uh, the mayor has been. It was essentially sort of his idea to go with this auto attendant. Uh, So I think that he wants to make it work. Uh, But whatever has to happen to make it work with the fire department, and remember, the uh, the whole 911 system in the uh, in the metro is integrated, right? So if you call uh, 911 and you end up with KCPD, could be that that call has to go to Raytown, maybe goes to Prairie mm-hmm. Village. It's all it's all uh, interconnected now because of the Mark system. Uh, there's also some concern about maybe that would slow down calls that have to be transferred to other agencies in other jurisdictions. So how do you see all this playing out? Well, it's going to have to get, uh, I mean, I think the, uh, uh, with Mark approving the contract feels to me like that's going to move forward. It's going to go to, uh, it's going to go to city council. I think they want to do this. Uh, what's going to happen? This memo just surfaced publicly. There's no date on the memo, but from uh, what I can tell, looks like this internal memo from a deputy uh, fire chief to the fire chief was written back in September. So um, how city council is going to uh, receive a $3.6 million proposal has, uh, has yet to be seen. 
That was KCUR's Steve Kraske and Sam Zaff. You can hear their entire conversation from KCUR's Up to Date at kcur.org. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia Dean. This podcast is produced by Byron Love and KCUR Studios and edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. For more local news from Kansas City's NPR station, visit kcur.org. If you like our show, please rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow.